Am I doing this or are you doing it? Uh, you're doing, you're doing it. it. I'm not doing this on the air. No. I've got three dogs. I'm dog sitting today, right? Right. Come here, Eddie. Come here. And uh, I've got this very, very... No, no, no. Eddie, sit here. There's a good boy. Eddie is a very large Cocker Spaniel. Mm-hmm. And he's in love with my girls. But I'm afraid they don't reciprocate. <clears throat> so I'm just looking after him for a couple of hours today for a friend. Uh, so if you hear any heavy panting, it's not me. Okay? Okay, I'll take your word for it. No. Trouble with male dogs is they want to go and do things. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. I, I do. I've, I... I've, I've been throwing a ball for He loves us. He's addicted to... Oh, you brought, you brought your ball in here. Thank you. Very obedient. Very obedient. Uh, do you know, I've, I've dropped my... I've had a phone ever since mobile phones were um, easily available. I don't know how long... Is what, what's that, 30 years? In the 90s. First mobile phone I had came with a car. Y yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Do you know, you, you know, one of the extras was it had a phone in it. You bolted to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, you know, quite a little one, not a, not a huge big one. Um, and those were the days when you had to carry like a brick around if you wanted a phone. But if you had one in the car, it was just just quite quite easy to use. And so I never had a, a mobile one until they were about the size of a, I don't know, till you could, um, a size of a walkie-talkie, I suppose. Yeah, and then they brought out the Mars bar phone. Yep, that's right, yeah. And I've never, ever smashed a phone. Okay, never broken one, never smashed one until yesterday when I was pulling weeds out of the front garden, out of the drive, mm. and this one fell on the gravel, not from a great height, but just sort of about three foot on its face, and I've dropped it many times and smashed all the glass. Yeah, the, the gravel's quite pointy though, isn't it? Well, I suppose some of it is. Well, maybe you should employ somebody to go around turning all your gravel inwards. I don't have the money to employ staff like you. Eddie! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sit down. It sounds like an episode of Bottom. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, um, and we, I, I, it was so aggravating, because now I'm going to have to either... Well, I'm not going to buy a new phone, not, but you can get the glass replaced, can't you? You can, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I can't really afford to be without my phone. So, I'm going to have to uh, enact one of the old phones mm -hmm. while I get the glass fitted on. Or could I do it myself? Fit the glass? Of course you can. Yeah. Yeah. It's just two screws on the bottom of the iPhone. Yeah. Lift up the screen. Yeah. Then there is a uh, little, um, like a metal plate. Yeah, so uh, just remove those uh, three screws on the metal plate. Yeah. Unclip the screen. Unclip yeah. the uh, fingerprint sensor. Put your new yeah. screen into place. Clip the cables back in. Put the plate back on. Put the three screws back on. Clip the fingerprint sensor. Close the screen down and put the two screens in the bottom of the phone. Job done. I'll tell you what, if I send it to you, will you do it for me? Yeah, okay. That'd be easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, but why? This is what the, the consensus of opinion was this the other night. In this day and age when you can land on the moon and put pigs on the moon, you might have seen that story. Fingernails need painting. I'm going to do that while I'm talking to you. I just use clear nail varnish at the moment, by the way. Okay. Yeah. 
Because you know this new TV show I'm doing, which goes out on uh, YouTube and FaceTime and all that sort of thing. Um, so where was I? You were doing your nails. Yeah. Um, so anyway, why in this day now, who's ever licking my toes, stop it until after we finish. Um, why can't they make uh, some some sort of glass that's not going to shatter like that? I mean, surely that isn't beyond the bounds of possibility. You can get uh, shatter-proof glass, but it still shatters because of the sharp edges of the uh, the gravel. It's, you need to get your driveway done. No, I've just had it done. We'll get it undone and get... get um, I know. Gravel is is very good because it is it allows the, 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 the rain to soak away naturally. Right. What, would you, do you do a second coat or not? Yeah, you should do a second coat. Well, you should, po- you should polish, then uh, sand it off with one of those... Um, Cuby things that the women use, and then put another coat off, (laughs) and then breathe it heavily into the microphone. No, I was just blowing them dry. Well, can you put your fingers away from the microphone and then blow? That's better. Oh, this whole business about doing the the radio show simulcast as well on TV is you have to sort of so much easier just to do it on the radio. So you have do to, not chew the shoes. I'm not telling you again. Sorry, you, you have to uh, do the makeup yourself then. Well, yeah. I don't like other people doing my makeup. Okay. And have you got a camera crew? Oh, yeah. Okay. Can't yeah. do the camera and sound as well, can I? Well, okay. Director? Have you got a director? Yeah, yeah. All of that. All of that, yeah. Okay. And, and where was my role in this? Um, Just making sure everybody gets to see it. Oh, the social media side. Okay. Social media, yeah. You know, making sure it's out there. It's on the YouTube channels and the Facebook channels and the... Twitter channels and the Periscope channels and the whatever. I mean, I don't think there's going to be much place for ordinary broadcasters before long, is there? It's going that way. I'm watching Netflix more and more now. I've started to move into Netflix only for some reason. Really? Hmm. Maybe I should. I think you should. Hmm. Maybe we could get this show on to Netflix. Uh, That is actually possible. Is it? Well, theoretically, yeah. Well, we see how it goes. We've only done two. We're doing the third one tonight. Uh, which, if you're listening to this programme in the year 2025, um, will have no relevance whatsoever. I meant 2525, sorry. Uh, that's the song, isn't it? Yeah. In the year 2525, if man is still alive. That's a sobering thought for all of us. That should be the theme tune for all these... Um, climate extinction climate uh, erection cl- no climate um not anyway yeah them yeah i do like the smell of nail varnish is that bad no it's good i've got nail varnish i've got black nail varnish in the in the shop yeah. it's handy for Why? well it's just handy for patching up uh, electronic equipment that's sprayed black <gasps> oh that's clever very clever mm. yeah very clever uh right i think we better get on with the show so if you just uh, hit the tit and we play the theme music we could just do the podcast and then i can um do you know the interesting thing just before we do that the interesting thing is i am meeting more and more people who are doing podcasts is every tom dick and harriet doing a podcast yep everybody's doing podcasts everybody's doing hang on i've got to go just a minute hold on before okay. we start the show in a second hold on eddie what are you doing Eddie! Oh, dear. It's actually more like absolutely fabulous than uh, Bob. What is? Uh, it's just the way you say Eddie. Eddie! Well, how, how would you say Eddie? Ed. Ed. 
Ed. Eddie. No, oh, whatever. Anyway, listen, let's get on with the show. Uh, play the music. Okay. Oh, did I, did I tell you everybody's doing these podcasts? You did, just now. Is it worth us doing it? Because, I mean, is there going to be any room? Are people going to listen anymore? I mean, if all these are being done. It's all about marketing. Is it? Yeah. Okay. You've gone quiet. That's not good. For no, you. I was just thinking about marketing and how, you know, how about Eddie, sit here. We, we've got Eddie the dog. Other people don't have Eddie the dog. Oh, well, he sat down now and Daisy's giving him a cuddle. Right, let's get on while we can. You're in charge of marketing from now on. Okay, can you take a photograph of the dog? Can I? Yeah, then we'll put between Ed- my legs. Well, if yeah, do that. And then we'll put that out as the picture for the show. Um, um, okay. Eddie, Eddie, come here. Come here. There's, there's a good, there's a good boy. Eddie. I'll send you a couple. Oh, okay. Hang on. No, I might need to do another one. Okay. Have you got, have you got your knees in? Have I got my knees in? Mm. Hang on. Oh, there's a bit there you don't want. I don't, I, don't, I don't want the crotch shot. Can you take it again? I can't do it without the crutch. <laughs> They're sitting between my legs. <laughs> yeah, some people are going to get very excited about that. I can blur that out. Can you? No. <laughs> Have a look at this. I'll sit. <laughs> Come on, Eddie, stop it. There's a good boy. Just sit there. Stop. You're into everything. Um, did you get that? Have you sent it? Yeah, I think so. I hope you sent it to me. Oh, hang on. Here, here, here it comes. Oh. Uh, I just need to put my finger on the thing. Uh. <laughs> Where, where's the rest of your jeans? <laughs> <laughs> These are an old pair. Uh, well, I'm not surprised they're all pair. <laughs> Half of them are missing. <laughs> okay, that'll do. I've sent you another one just in case. Okay. Yeah. Because you can see how... <laughs> <laughs> see how I'm going to send it to somebody else. Oh, dear. Um, where were we? Oh, bollocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll blow them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I'm not sure what's got more hair. The talk or... Maybe you shouldn't use it. Oh, I've got to now. I've told everyone about it. No, we haven't. We don't have to put this out. I mean, maybe, because that is a bit rude, isn't it? Uh, no, look, look. It is going to make a lot of guys very jealous. I don't think you should. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that your? Um... Uh, of course, it is. Why? Oh, just. Well, I did. Just. What did you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It just sticks out. That is it? Daisy May sitting under the desk. Yeah. Right. Well, that is Eddie between my legs. Mm-hmm. That is not a gerbil in my pants. <laughs> uh, I'll put the text there. They, they won't see it. <laughs> oh, dear. All <laughs> oh, right, let's just start this because I'm running out of uh, things to talk about, really. 
Shall I put the music in here then? <laughs> yeah, go on. Okay. We're back now. No, let's start it. Let's, I didn't hear the music. Well, you won't hear the music. The music goes in after. All right, okay. <clears throat> uh, right, hi there. Welcome to the James Whale Radio podcast, of course, available here on this platform. Uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There is probably nearly, there are probably nearly, oh, a couple more weeks and we'll do 300 hours of shit all over the place. Yeah. That's really worrying, isn't it? It's dedicated shit, though, isn't it, though? Yeah, 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 I suppose it is. Uh, and just uh, in case you hear a funny noise off microphone today, I'm looking after Eddie the dog, but I won't talk any more about that because I don't suppose anybody's interested to know what I'm doing in my private life. So, here we are. Um, we're about to crash out of the European Union, and you all might be interested to know my thoughts on it, because I have been talking about it long and long over the last few years. We've talked about very little else, uh, and uh, my thoughts about how leaving the European Union would be a very, very bad thing. Um, oh, hang on. I just Can you hang on one moment? I've just got a, a message come through from talk radio which i just need to address okay uh that's uh, that's a friend of mine um hang on former transport minister john speller da 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 said, oh yes i this is something you did would you mind retweeting it mark francois said it was wonderful <laughs> okay i did an interview last night on the radio <laughs> Oh, no, that's not where I want to be. Um, and uh, if nobody's heard it, go to my Twitter at uh, the James Whale. And I did it with the head of the RMT union. And, um, yeah, the head of the RMT union. And uh, John Speller, who was a Labour um, Labour Minister of Transport under Tony Blair, I think. Anyway, it, <laughs> Well, I'll play you a bit of it. You want to build, you want to sell in France, you have to build in France. Same in Spain. This is, this is a fallacy that, and by the way, the civil service have fallen for it. It's the same thing that's going on with shipbuilding at the moment where they're telling us European regulations say we have to buy Can I, I, have you read the fourth rail belt? Hold on Sorry, one minute. Why, then why, why does it not apply in Germany, France, Italy or Spain then? Well, it, it soon will. And that's where the French workers are right on strike. Because what it what it ensures is there's there is private competition, there's mostly competitive tendering like there is in the UK, and that's supposed to be spread all over Europe. I'm absolutely astonished that a former rail minister, or a former transport minister, doesn't know that. I'm, I'm really astonished you that you don't that you don't want to stand up for your, for your members in Derby <laughs> and also for other union members <laughs> up in up in up in New Cliff for building trains, and they just want the same deal as they get in France and Germany and Italy and Spain. But you still want to play politics. Rather than stand up for your members, I'm really disappointed with that. Derby outside the factory, it was a point of shock. Anyway, 
I couldn't get a word in, and it's my show. Don't think anyone could get a word in there. <laughs> John Speller and Steve Headley, both, of course, uh, on the left of politics. It just goes to show, doesn't it? That's not the right side, though, is it? Well, no, it's not the right side, you know, obviously. I was I was having a moan about the railways. I tell you, ah, oh, I, 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 I went to work the other day, and I just happened, I was, uh, I was buying my ticket, and I said to the guy, uh, and by the way, uh, could I get, uh, I've just started, and he said, do you mind if I finish what I'm doing at the moment? I said, no, I, I just wanted to ask a question. Well, would you just stop it? I'm fed up with people. They've got no patience. I said, I beg your pardon. He said, no patience. Just be quiet a moment while I do this transaction for you. I said, you are the rudest man I've ever met. And I've met some fucking rude people in my life. And he yeah. just looked at me. You can't talk to me like that. I said, I'm a customer, mate, and I'll talk to you any way I wish if you talk to me in that tone of voice. And put me in such a bad mood. And this isn't the f the, the first time it's happened, all right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the people who run the railways, there are some lovely people on there. I, I, I used to go to another radio station regularly on the train every day, and I got very friendly with a guard. Um, who uh, who was just a character, you know? He had loads of tattoos and piercings, and um, and he was a real character. And we had a laugh, uh, and he used to let me sit in first class if there was nobody there. Um, but more and more of them are just sullen. You ask a question, and it's so much trouble for them to answer. And then the trains get cancelled, and a train comes through your station. And you say, why didn't that stop? And they say, oh, well, that's not the one that we've cancelled. When you know full well, that's the one they cancelled. And because it's a bit late, they're not going to stop it at certain stations. You know, it's a fucking joke, the railways in this country. Now, if I, could, if I could go differently, I would, because I don't like them. They're uncomfortable. They're smelly. And, and that's down to the people, of course, who don't wash a lot, who travel. I'm amazed at the hygiene or lack of of people in this country. Don't people know about deodorant? I mean, don't people give a, a monkeys about how they how they look and how they present themselves anymore? Obviously not. Obviously not. And it's not, you know, I don't want to see them privatised again because they're just as f***ing useless when they were privatised. But it, it's because they have a monopoly. And you can't say, listen, your service is shit, so I'm going to go and use the railway station down the road, which is far better, much nicer, and far cleaner. But you can't because there isn't one, can you? No. So you've got you have no choice but to use their shitty service. And now they're gonna put three percent rise on your tickets. That's quite a lot. It is. And uh, that's the point why I was uh, getting stuck into the I thought I'd have a former rail minister on and I'll have a, the guy from the union, but uh, you know, they started having a go at each other. <laughs> So, I, in fact, I said to Ash, if we could get guests like this on every show, we wouldn't do much, would we? Just sit back and listen. Yeah, but the listeners would be bored, though. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, if go and have a listen. It's on uh, on Twitter, at Talk Radio or The James Well. You can hear it there. And they really got... I mean, and it goes to show that the, the, the sort of hard left, the Corbyn left of the Labour Party, you know, the... 
the um, the 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 Marxist left really have got it in for the the ones who used to be in power under Tony Blair. And uh, I think it's going to be quite interesting, the future of politics in this country. I think it's going to be very interesting. Didn't I read earlier today that thousands of people are leaving the membership of the Labour Party now? Yeah, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, mm. because they joined. They they got sucked into this. Oh, Corbyn, he's a man of the people. You know, he's, a, he's an all right bloke. He's going to make everything right until people actually think about it. You know, we have to make the money before we can spend it. Every time we've had a Labour government, even the latter years of the Blair government when it went into the Brown government, they just wasted copious amounts of money. Wasted it. And unfortunately, uh, the Conservative Party have wasted a heck of a lot as well. But anyway, let's go on to this Brexit thing because I think it's quite interesting. Um, and, and since the European Parliament has changed, of course, they've got a new uh, hierarchy in there. I'm, I, I don't know whether you know this, but I... I think it was a complete f***ing cock-up, the referendum and everything else. We've wasted millions, probably runs into billions of pounds since the referendum three years ago. It has been nothing but a major disaster for this nation, and I'm not really sure how we're going to bring everybody together. And do you know how I feel about it now? Um, you don't care? Uh, I'm tempted to say I don't care anymore, but I do, because, you know, my, my kids and my grandchildren are going to have to suffer the uh, suffer the results and my thoughts are this we're leaving the European Union on the 31st of October come what may and we are I now have got no time for the idiots in Brussels who thought they could be very clever they think they can lord it over the United Kingdom we are the greatest or one of the greatest nations on this planet and I'm just sick of the way they think they can treat us you know um, I'm not sure that our politicians are capable of doing it, but I jolly well hope they are. Uh, as you know, as a, a person who thought we should not have rocked the boat, we should have stayed as it was, and I still think we should have stayed as it was, um, but now we can't because the European Union isn't what it was. We've wasted so much time because Theresa May was so flipping useless. We've got a leader of the opposition who's unelectable, in my view, um, and I'm putting all my cards on the table. I think Boris can sort it out. Boris has got charisma. And you need charisma. And he likes cats. Well, there is that. But I I, I honestly believe that we just need to... If they don't want to do a deal, it's their f***ing fault. Nobody else's. They could quite easily do a deal to accommodate the problems that we have regarding the border in Northern Ireland. Right? There are hard borders with other nations outside the European Union. It's slightly different with Northern Ireland, and they could accommodate that if they wanted to. If they don't, it's going to be their problem. It'll affect us. I understand that. We will, of course, save a lot of money um, because the European Union are going to uh, allow a couple of other Eastern European countries to join them. Uh, and I don't think the economies of those countries are really up to joining the European Union at the moment and of course then they'll get them into the Euro and it'll all go tits up again and we will be out of it and that in my view is a good thing. But those people running the European Union really ought to think very hard about what they're doing because unless they organise free trade deals and make it easy for those companies to trade back and forth in the way they have when we were members 
And if they try to make it difficult just to show other countries, well, if you leave the European Union, you're going to be stuck because that's blackmail. They will be cutting off their nose to spite their face. So we need to go. We need to go. I, I actually think, probably, if Boris was to appoint Nigel Farage as one of his chief advisors on exiting the European Union, it would be good for all of us. And I'm sick and tired of the people who, you know, are going on and on about a people's vote and everything else. Look, we can't keep on doing this, and it's not going to happen anyway. So stop making it difficult. We need to leave the European Union. Then we need to sort out our relationship with them for the future. And there will be other countries who will want to leave. There are an enormous amount of French people who really are not happy being in the European Union. The same for Italy as well. Um, and we then start a new alliance with uh, countries in Europe that we do a lot of business with, and we carry on. You know, we perhaps shouldn't have rocked the boat in the first place. It's been done. Europe is not the same as it was. Oh, Eddie, hi, how are you? Have you done something wrong? Have you done something wrong? Are you all right? Good, good boy, good boy. Stay safe. I'm talking on the microphone. You've never seen the microphone before, have you, Ed? No, okay. There's a good boy. Oh, where was I? Oh, we're doing the podcast. You'll have to edit that bit. Yeah. Um, He's been with you all the time, though. Who? Eddie. No, well, I don't know. I'm sitting doing this, and, and uh, he just came back into the room, so I... Run. Oh, no, he's brought me a present. Ah, oh. Brought one of, the, one of the girls' toys. Thanks, Ed. Uh, it's the pheasant with a squeak in it, if you're oh, interested. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had one of them. Did you? Yeah, it didn't last yeah. long. That's quite lifelike, this one. Where, right, where was I? You, you were having a rant about uh, the EU... I don't rant. What's all this bollocks about ranting? I had a very nice um, piece written about me in the um, in the uh, in the Times last week by oh, the radio critic. In the Times. Yeah. In the Times, yeah. Did you see it? I didn't see it. No, no. Oh, you didn't. No. All right. Okay. I'll read it to you then. In that case, because I think I should. Yeah, it I said, should. over decades and at many radio stations. Wales calling card has been shock. I think that's a little unfair, actually. That night, and this is the night we were broadcasting on the green outside Parliament, you know, when they were deciding who's going to be the new Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. That night it wasn't. His interview with David Meller had substance and polish, and whichever researcher managed to scoop up such good interviewees against hot competition across this frantic day deserves a bonus. Wow, your nail polish made it into the article. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't realised that. That's good, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Um, good, okay. So where was I? Dirt, dirt, cut, cue. Right, okay. So it really is time, isn't it, that we got behind the fact we're going to leave. Much as a lot of us didn't want to leave in the first place, there really is no choice. Some of those people who wanted to leave the European Union are a bit dim and a bit thick and wanted to do it because they thought they'd get rid of foreigners. Well, they know that's... Well, maybe they don't. But quite frankly, I've been appalled about the way the European Union thinks it can treat the United Kingdom. And so we are going. And my suggestion to the people who are running the EU at the moment, stop trying to show that you're harder than we are because you're not. Our resolve is British, and we will win. 
So do the deal, let's all be friends, and carry on and make this world as prosperous and as peaceful as we can. Thank you all for listening, and good night. Two sugars in mine. Yeah, that's how I would have done the uh, if I was the Prime Minister. Actually, Boris Johnson filled in for me with Ash, you know, one night when I was off. Yeah. Um, on my radio show, so I'm I'm hoping that he will reciprocate with giving me maybe one uh, one day as prime minister. Oh, that's that's standard. Of course, that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing, of course, is you know that the Scots are trying to, uh, or those Scottish nationalists are trying to uh, sort out a, another referendum because they want independence from the United Kingdom. Funnily enough, they want to be independent from us, but they want to stay in the European Union. Not really sure how that works, but there we are. It's a bigger club. Yeah. Well, anyway, might be a good idea because we pay a f- shitload of money to keep the Scots economy going. And if England was on its own, you know, and all uh, Scotland, Ireland, Wales all wanted to go their own way, we'd be f- one of the richest nations on the planet. We need to have a, a referendum to sort of uh, keep the interest in politics going. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a good idea. And and, and then the, the the Scots go on one, what about our oil? Well, it wasn't their oil. It was in the North Sea, and the, that, that was the oil of the United Kingdom. And uh, it was uh, mostly America who paid to get it out. And anyway, I think Scotland have, have made their money out of the oil. Look at the boom town of Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Are we going to have uh, Adrian's Wall back again then? Adrian? Who's Adrian? It's Adrian's Wall or Adrian's Wall? Hadrian's you Wall. You mean Hadrian's yeah, Wall? Yeah, that's the one. Not Adrian's Wall. Well. Adrian is somebody completely different and he didn't have a very big wall. Okay, well, Hadrian's Wall then with a huh. Just looking at that picture I showed you. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I could... I could no, never mind. <clears throat> Plat it. What? Plat What? Are we talking about the same picture? I wonder what that was, but it's a crack in the screen. I'm looking at the picture on. Right. It looks like Elvis Presley, doesn't it, when he used to stick things down his pants? Uh huh. huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, another edit. Right. So, um, I've forgotten what the hell we're talking about now. We've done so many. Adrian's Wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way. That's an interesting thing. You know when people are trying to, to show that they talk posh? Mm-hmm. And so they make a point of pronouncing their H's. But they yeah. go, H. Do they? H. Hadrian's Wall. Instead of saying Hadrian's Wall, they go, Hadrian. Yeah, it really pisses me off. Well, so I'm okay dropping the H completely then. No, you called it Adrian's Wall. Yeah, well, that's a silent H. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just bollocks. You're back to your photograph again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you'll have to edit so much out of this show, there'll hardly be anything in this podcast, (laughs) won't there? Tell you what, what, I I want to talk about the saving the planet and uh, and all this news coming from the United Nations in the minute on what we've got to do to save the planet. But why don't you do Tech Talk, first of all? Um, Well, I've got old news, really, because I've got notes from last week, because we didn't do a show last week. Didn't we? No. Why? Well, you decided to take a week off. Mm. Well, you could have done one. The French are building satellites uh, that have uh, submachine guns on them. Mm. So they can shoot out other satellites. That's the new thing. That's where the war is going to take place. 
Well, could you imagine if we lose our satellites and we lose our uh, sat-navs and we lose everything and, and, and you know, our social media, we're f***ed, aren't we? Well, yeah, a machine gun would do it, to be fair. I mean, you just literally just turn your satellite around and just shoot at other satellites and it'll just knock them out of orbit. Yeah, but actually, will they, with no atmosphere, work in the same way? The projectile will keep moving because there's no gravity. Yeah, but will it move as fast? In theory, it moves faster. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. Well, I think I think we're long overdue, considering the, the fact that technology has moved on a pace. I've lost all my dogs now. Um, that we should have done this a long time ago. Did you see that story on the front page of The Sun the other day about pigs on the moon? You mentioned that earlier, so tell me about pigs on the moon. There's a big story about these pigs that have um, got off an Israeli satellite that crashed into the moon. Right. But they're not really pigs. It's some sort of um, they're some sort of bugs the size of a pinhead. But when you magnify them, and they had a picture of them magnified, they too look like pigs with eight legs. So is that where the card company got its name from then? Moon pig. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, it could be. Um, <clears throat> but if you um, if you read the article, apparently they can stand huge temperature uh, differentials. You know, round to, to sort of minus and to up to 160 centigrade or something else, which won't kill them. So they could actually survive for many, many years on the moon and breed. But they don't need oxygen, then? Well, apparently not. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. But maybe, you know, with the lack of gravity and stuff, they might be the size of a pinhead now, but could you imagine some of these things on some of those planets could grow huge, couldn't they? Yeah, well, the bone structure would uh, not be good, would it? Well, I don't know. Have they got bones, these things? I don't know. I haven't seen them. You're, I'm, I'm taking your word at face value that there's yeah. moon, moon pigs. Well, that's what it said in the sun. Well, if it's in the sun, it must be true, then. Why don't you say that well, at the beginning? Of course it's true. It was on the front page of the sun. Oh, well, there we are, then. Big picture of one. A big picture of a tiny moon pig. Yeah, but they blown the picture up, so you could see of course, it. You know, it yeah. looked like a pig, and it had eight legs. Pigs don't have eight legs. Well, no, these are moon pigs. Of course, yeah, so they're different. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, anyway, sorry, you carry on. Are they pink? <clears throat> yeah, they are. Okay. <laughs> Another reason why they're called pigs. <clears throat> Um, what else have we got? Uh, well, I don't know. You're the one who does this bit. Oh, Apple. Um, they, they'll pay out. Um, they've increased their payout for if you find bugs in Apple iPhones. It used to be uh, mm. £200,000 if you found a good bug that you could hack a phone with. Now it's a million dollars. Have you found any? No, I haven't found any. So that's uh, gone up from 200000 to a million dollars. You want to find some? Yeah. Can't find any. Oh. I wonder if my phone is insured. Would it be insured? It's on a deal. I always get it. I mean, would it be insured or not? Well, why would you want to claim on the insurance? The insurance, the, the screen for your phone is only 20 quid. Is it? Yeah. Why does it say when you go and replace it, 80 quid in some of these places? Well, that obviously, that's uh, you're paying for the labour, aren't you? The time it takes oh, to right, undo okay. those two screws, right. lift the screen, undo another three screws, disconnect, reconnect. Oh, yeah, three screw it's difficult in. job. That's yeah. five screws. Oh, for goodness sake, that's a, that's a day's work, isn't it? God, you're boring. Come on, get over uh, I was going to talk about straws. I wanted to ask you a question about straws. You want to ask me a question about what? Straws. Yeah. I read on, on, online that uh, McDonald's new 
cardboardy straws are not environmentally friendly, and yet their plastic ones were more environmentally friendly than the cardboard ones. In that the plastic ones are recyclable, and the cardboard ones aren't as yet because they're too thick. Mm. But that's beside the point. My question is, why is it that if the plastic ones are recyclable, are they banning them? Let me get this right. McDonald's straws are not recyclable. Is that what you're saying? The new ones, apparently, the the, the cardboardy ones that everyone hates because they uh, disintegrate when you suck through them, yeah, are not recyclable yet. Right. And the old plastic ones were recyclable because you could obviously recycle them because they're plastic. Mm. Um, but my question is, why have they banned? Why are they trying to ban plastic straws? Um, because they, like every other bit of um, single-use plastic, they end up in the seas, etc. Mm. But this is, I'm, I'm obviously, I know this, so I'm just getting to the question. How do they end up in the sea? That's my question. How do they end up in the sea? Yeah. I can't believe you're asking me this. Well, if I go to McDonald's and have uh, one of their uh, milkshakes, for example, I've never had one, but I'm just giving that as an example. And then I put... You've never had a McDonald's milkshake? No. Sorry, I'm looking at something while I'm talking to you. Yeah, go on. And then I put the straw in the bin, and then McDonald's take that to the recycle centre. How does it end up mm. in the sea? Well, because people throw them away, and they, um, they uh, end up in the sea. It's obvious. Yeah, but they don't go to the nearest beach and go, do you know what, I've got a straw in my car, just throw it in the sea. How does it end up in the sea? Ah, that's the that's the the bit that I can't get my head round. Because it's the rubbish that ends up in landfill that gets sucked out into the sea. Everybody knows that. So the landfill places are near the beach, then? Well, they must be, mustn't they? Otherwise, how would it get into the sea? Well, there we go. That's all I need to know. So the real yeah. reason is the landfill sites aren't suitable enough because they're building in by the beach. There we are. Right. Problem solved. I don't know why you even had a problem with it. That's okay. I'm, I'm just, I just couldn't work out how the straws end up in the sea. If everyone's doing their mm. job properly and they're being recycled, how they end up in the sea. I, yeah. get, I get that one or two people might be on the beach with a McDonald's. I get that. Yeah. Yes, of course, they'll yeah. end up in them. But we're talking about yeah. en masse. When, I, when you see those David Attenborough programs and you see millions mm. of straws floating around, how do they get there? And the bottles... How do they don't get Don't forget there? the bottles. Well, I, don't, I just don't understand how they get there. Well, I told you, because they get sucked out, don't they? They go in and then, then, then they must get into an underground stream. And where does all the streams go? Into the sea. There we are. You've answered the question yourself. So it's easy when you know how. So recycle centres are built, being built on floodplains then? Mm. Well, there must be, mustn't they? So why don't we just build the recycle centres up hills... And gave us our plastic straws back. Why don't we just stop worrying about it? Because, you know, the chances are, the way things are going, we'll probably all be blown to kingdom come before long. You know, nobody's nobody's actually talking about the problem of Kashmir. Okay, well, talk about it then. India and Pakistan arguing over Kashmir. China's getting involved because they've got a bit of Kashmir. And India and Pakistan both have nuclear devices and both governments probably stupid enough to use them. That is true. Okay, I take everything I said about straws back. Good, because there are more important things to worry about. 
Like, when are we going to send our invasion forces to India and Pakistan to control them again? I mean, they they probably need us to be in control, don't they? Well, we are the, the best people to uh, sort out the world, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There is going to be bacon on the moon very soon. Yeah, but you're not going to eat it, are you? Well, no, it takes... A lot of time because the problem is, if you eat three rashes of bacon, it's it's the equivalent of smoking fifty cigarettes or something. Oh, that's uh, smoked bacon. I don't think they've got a smokery on the moon yet. I prefer smoked bacon, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, oh dear. Too much. Although salted bacon's quite nice. Mm. I think I'm going to have eggs and bacon for my lunch. This podcast's going nowhere this week, isn't it? Really. No, nowhere at all. Right. Are you doing the f***ing whatever? You fin- Fitbits are getting a kicking, aren't they? Oh, that was in my news, but I forgot about that. Yeah, apparently they don't do anything. No. Well, I could have told you that. They're just a fancy bracelet, according to me. There was yeah. a, a, a yeah. study in America, 1,600 people took part, and they found that nobody had a meaningful drop in their cholesterol or blood pressure. All they do is tell you how many steps you've done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, my wife used to wear one riding a horse, and it used to say, you've done 15 stairs. Or something. I don't know how to work that out. Um, but uh, I've got a really nice new bracelet. Right. It's a dog collar. I was in this shop the other day and uh, selling nice uh, things for your pets. And it had this it looked really nice bracelet with a W on it. I thought, oh, this engraved for me. And it um, it's actually a dog collar. <laughs> and I'm wearing it as a bracelet. So the dog, uh, dog's got a very thin dog, neck. What's well, for a chihuahua? So a chihuahua's neck is the size of your wrist. I'm going to send you a picture. Hang on. Seeing that we're doing that a lot today, you'll have to edit this out as well. Um, but I, I thought it was quite funny. Well, that picture of my the dogs between my legs is quite rude, you know. I'll just crop it. I'm not sure I want you to crop it. I don't mean you physically. I mean the picture. Oh, right. Oh, that's Okay. Oh, oh, stomach. Stop it, stomach. Did I not send it to you? Let me have a look. Oh, God, did you see that again? Can you hear my tongue? No, I can't. Oh, no, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Oh, it's it's, um, it's more pleasing on the eye than the last photo you sent me. Is it? I thought you liked that one. Well, you know, I've seen all that kind of stuff before, haven't I? So, But just see if you can hide the bulge. Um... I'll have to distort the picture somehow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want people thinking, you know, that... Anyway, um, right. Uh, probably time to... I want to talk a bit about... Have you done your, have you done your tech talk? Sort that? of, yeah. Yeah, OK, fine. Nobody listens to that anyway. They turn no. off. Uh, this whole business, I don't know, the UN has uh, carried out research. Apparently, we've all got to become vegetarians or vegans. Well, that's me finished then. Yeah. Uh, because it's destroying the planet, and that's the next big thing. We must stop eating meat because cows fart a lot. Can we eat vegetarians and vegans? No, because they'd be meat, wouldn't they? Yes, I know, but they're already there. Yeah, but some some people say that if we carry on eating all these plants, they're not absorbing the CO2, so we're going to be damaging the planet as well, aren't we, by just eating plants? Not to mention all the fertiliser and everything they have to spray into the ground to uh, keep all these vegetations mm. going. I mean, I, you would have thought an organisation like the United Nations would actually come up with some more intelligent things. 
How are you going to make the? How are you going to make people change? They're not going to change until the you know the, the fire rains down from on high, are they? Also, all the tractors you need to keep running to go and bring the crops in, whereas the herd you can just sort of whistle at them. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think we should eat less meat. We do eat too much meat. It's too easy to get a piece of meat, stick it in a frying pan and cook it. There's always Mars bars. You can't live on Mars bars. Look at what it's done to Scotland. <laughs> oh, dear, that was a cheap shot. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm getting quite fed up with this. I mean, there's this huge rush towards saving the planet. Right, okay. First of all, governments of the world need to stop the illegal logging and, and logging and, and, and deforestation of the Amazon. Because that is a very important part of the ecosystem of this planet. It needs to be stopped. It's not just the trees, though, is it? It's the habitats that they're destroying. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, you're going to have to put money into those uh, those countries who rely on making money by cutting the trees down. But there are a lot of people doing it illegally. And you're going to have to police it and, and stop them. Um and as far as, you know, changing the culture of the planet and the way everybody lives is going to be a very difficult thing. Uh, a bunch of, of kids sort of blocking streets isn't going to achieve what they think they're going to achieve. In fact, you realise they've gone a bit quiet because they've all fallen out with each other. Um, we do need to do something about the mess we create on this planet. I absolutely agree. But, you know, there's so many people talking so much rubbish. And if you want to stop everything the way it is then you have to do it in a way that you take the people of the planet with you rather than alienate them all. Indeed. Do I make sense? Or you, make, you make, yeah, that just makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Come here, Ed. Come here. Come here. Thank you, Eddie. Good boy. And Lulu, you and Eddie, Day, Daisy may stay with me, but what have you two been up to? I hope you've not been up to anything naughty. Eh? Sorry. Anyway, right. Uh, so that's sorted that out. I think we're probably on to time now for questions. Have we got any mail this week? I haven't looked. We had a, a, a few pieces of mail. Maybe they're not relevant so much the this week because they might have been related to the week before. Well, you give them a go, couldn't you? What, what's the harm well, in it? Um, let's have a look. Okay. Stuart Collins said, uh, James, did you notice the former Tory MP David Miller's new scary haircut on Sky News Monday? Uh, was that the fur of a dead badge on his head or was it an old piece of carpet he put on his bond Stuart from London? It wasn't really worth reading, really, was it? Well, no. I mean, honestly, David Mellor's had that hairstyle forever. And and having just been told I did a brilliant interview with him, I'm not going to have anybody slagging him off, am I? Oh, he's your golden guest. Yeah. Pauline McGinty, hello, Pauline, says, James... I know it's not possible, but I would so love to meet you and Ash. You are both so very entertaining, you really are. I have many a chuckle at both your antics. I think you're brilliant. Why am I reading this out? I wouldn't talk about faith if you didn't wish to speak about it. I live in Rossendale in Lancashire. Take care of yourself. Best wishes to Ash. All right, Pauline, thank you. Cheers, Pauline, for the mention. Yeah, Pauline, yeah. Rob's really pissed off now. Um... She won't mention faiths, which makes me think she's probably trying to convert me. I would imagine so, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just had them at the door before. I heard, yes. Yeah. Matty says, uh, Rob, can you ask James for his show question 
for the whale if he thinks Boris Johnson is actually up to the job of Prime Minister, thanks and hope you're all okay. Not only do I think, Matty, he is up to the job, I think he's going to turn out to be one of Britain's best Prime Ministers. And I think anybody who actually thinks that Jeremy Corbyn would be a very good uh, leader of this nation needs their... Well, you and I will be leaving anyway. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm on the first bus out of here. Mm -hmm. We don't have a plane. Eddie, I've got a, a few more minutes before I've finished, Okay, You've been very good. Wait. Wait. Right, okay. okay Where right. were we? Uh, I'm going to read some questions to you now. Oh, right. Uh, that, that question from Matty, I just thought was... Anyway, never mind. Well, it mentioned my name, so that's a plus point. Oh, yeah. So oh, here's another one. Colin Watkins, have you ever seen a UFO or has Robbo? I have, yeah. Everyone has, really. That's the whole yeah. nature of the unidentified flying object. Doesn't mean it's yeah. an alien. No, I have, yeah. Uh, Tom Paul, what three things would you do if you were in power for the first week? Um, what first the three th- th- things first of all I would uh, I would uh, make sure that the cyclists were registered and insured and had a recognizable number if they wish to ride on the roads of this country that would be the first thing I would do um, I would then uh, reorganize the railways and the bus networks so that they worked for all of us and were much easier and less congested that would be the second thing I would do <laughs> And I would then cut down the number of MPs that we need to run the quest, uh, run the country by half. That's quite a bit then, in the, in the yeah. first week. Three things, that's three things. Uh, Rob James, if nothing is impossible, why have so many people achieved nothing? Uh, because it's the lazy option. I think it's also in the spelling. Well, what spelling? Well, it says, if nothing's impossible, wait, wait. why have so many people achieved nothing? Mm. So, right. they're two different things. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. yeah. Bill Roberts. You only see Father Christmas and his reindeer at Christmas, apart from in the shops. But you only see the Beach Boys in summer, probably. Are the Beach Boys and Santa's reindeer in disguise? Yes. Very well spotted, Billy. Very well spotted, yeah. Uh, Isabel Colgate. Which one would you have, a helicopter, boat, plane, or electric car? Um, well, I think probably the electric car would be more useful. So that I would go for the electric car. Put the helicopter anywhere, though, couldn't you? Yeah, but I've flown a helicopter, not very well, and not on my own. And it's like rubbing your tummy and patting your head at the same time. Can you do that? No. Can do the you know the 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 Vulcan salute with my fingers. Oh, my daughter can do that. I can't do it. My fingers are yeah. too stuck to each other. And I can play guitar, so I would imagine I would be able to do it. But I can't. No. Oh, I can. Anyway, um, fine. Thank you very much indeed. Do we? Do, I don't even know if we did a podcast this week. I'm completely uh, no idea what we put out. It was more like one of our m- sort of weekly meetings. Yeah, it was more like a, just a conversation on the phone about f- all really. Well, there is that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm going because I think I'm going to go and cook bacon and eggs. Oh, yeah, you need very, very tiny, very tiny bits of toast. I may not have any toast because I think I might have overdone the carbohydrates. Well, what are you going to put the moon pigs on? 
I'm not going to have any moon pigs. What are you talking about, moon pigs? I thought you were going to try out the new bacon. Oh, shut up. They're, they're, they're the size of a pinhead. You get extra legs. Oh, now you're making me feel sick. I was oh, slightly bilious anyway. You'll lose Right, weight. OK. Uh, bugger off now. Um, hang on, you're going to have to edit all that out. Uh, right, thank you very much indeed. That has been the James Well Radio Podcast. Lovely to have you with us. See you same time, same place, possibly some other time. Not if they've listened to this, they won't. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.